Lawyers of Reddit, what's the dumbest thing you've seen take place in front of the judge? Serious replies only, but some of these are pretty funny. Saw one defense attorney demonstrate twerking during closing arguments of an assault with intent to kill trial. Your Honor, my client is not guilty. Why? Let me ask you this. Have you seen this? Throwing it back for a real one? I rest my case. DUI slash DWAI slash drug defendants show up to criminal court with beer slash weed slash F the police t-shirts constantly. During the direct examination of the defendant, the PD kept asking leading questions. After five or so sustained objections in a row, the judge had enough and sent the jury out of the room to yell at the PD. During the cross, about 10 minutes later, the judge again sent the jury out to yell at the defendant for trying to tell his story instead of just answering yes or no questions, not to mention he was clearly lying through his teeth. Also, the defendant was recorded committing the crime. So yeah, he was later found guilty. I was in front of a judge for oral argument and the other side, pro per, failed to show up. The judge called him and made him argue against our motion while driving and on his cell phone. The judge spoke for a minute, setting up the arguments for the guy, basically leading him to the core argument and what he should be saying if he wanted to get our motion denied. After a few moments of silence, the guy responds, Judge, I'm too stupid to understand what you just said. That ended the argument quickly and in our favor. Personal story, I was sued once. Well, they meant to sue me, but actually sued my uncle. Same career. Named him in the documents and served him. Me, being young and clueless, thought I should go to the trial just in case. My uncle told me I absolutely should not. Now, here's where the opposing attorney screwed up. They never once tried to interview or talk to me, or my uncle, or they would have realized their mistake. Day of the trial, my uncle actually made it to the stand. From the way I heard it, questioning was hilarious. Were you working on blah 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 day? No. Please read this payroll statement. Doesn't this payroll statement say you were working? No. Look at this highlighted line. Isn't your name RVW260? Yes. Then you were working. No, this says KVW260 was working. My uncle said even the judge was laughing as he immediately tossed the case. People finding religion in front of a judge at sentencing. The judge would always respond with, God may have forgiven you, but the state has not. That judge was a boss. Firm, fair, and totally awesome. That's the hardest thing I've ever heard a judge say. One guy I saw said, Your Honor, I haven't been drinking anymore. I have been clean for six months, God is my witness. The judge responded, Well, a lot of people say that, but the funny thing is, not once have they ever been able to bring him in to testify. The dumbest thing I've seen is a guy show up for not doing his community service in a shirt that said, I'm not lazy, I just don't like to work. Judge asked him about it, and he said it was his only clean shirt. Everybody had a good laugh, even the judge. Seconds after being served with a protection from abuse order, opposing party flipped off the person who had obtained the order, and seconds after that approached her and asked if they could at least talk about it. Promptly arrested. I'm doing jury selection on a civil case in California. It is going to be a long trial, six weeks, so the judge is giving jurors a lot of latitude if they claim any hardship for serving that long. After about 30 minutes of voir dire, which ended up taking three days and several panels, one guy stands up and says in very broken English that he can't follow. The judge asks him if he speaks English well enough to render a fair verdict, and he looks confused and says no. The judge thanks him for his service and dismisses him from the panel. In perfect English, accent now gone, he says, Thank you very much, Your Honor. Where should I put my badge before I leave? 
judge found him in contempt and ordered him to stay for jury duty for the next week. Usually, you just stay for one day. If you don't get picked for a jury in that day, your service is over. During a plea hearing on a prostitution charge, the state proceeds to give the narrative of events. The SA starts to get a little uncomfortable trying to describe the specific act that led to the arrest. We all know the line he's reading is, quote, sucked him off, but he's trying to find a nice way to say it for the record. He finally goes, where she then, uh, proceeded to perform, uh, fellatio. As soon as he says fellatio, the defendant stands up and straight up yells, I didn't do any of that French crap, I gave him a blowjob! Client said to judge, well, that's your opinion. It went as badly as you'd expect. Thank you, judge. No matter what happens. My objection gets overruled? Thank you, judge. Lose my motion? Thank you, judge. Judge says I'm fat, ugly, and unlovable? Thank you, judge. <laughs> Unfair dismissal case. My client was summarily terminated for no reason. She recorded the dismissal on a dictaphone. The torrent of misogynistic, hateful abuse her boss spewed at her was unbelievable. He also assaulted her as she was removing the hands-free phone device from her car, repeatedly slammed her leg in the door, causing a fracture, all the while screaming at the top of his lungs, Screw you, you piece of crap. Suffice to say, we played that tape a million times in cross-examination. It was more what didn't take place. I was working for the DA's office, and we had a guy scheduled to appear for a vandalism charge. The guy had a long history of minor offenses, but the judge was in a lenient mood that day, so the guy was probably going to get off light. At the scheduled time, he hasn't showed up. His lawyer tells the judge he hasn't heard from the defendant that day. We wait. 10, 20, 30 minutes. At the half hour mark, the judge is furious. She angrily tells the lawyer to get out and find his client and get him before her, no matter what it took, or she'd rain heck down upon the defendant. An hour later, the lawyer slinks back into the courtroom. The judge sees him and interrupts another lawyer to call him up to the podium. The poor lawyer proceeds to tell us that the defendant didn't show up because he was actually sitting in jail two counties over, having been caught trespassing the night before. Needless to say, that defendant got the book thrown at him. At the end of a DWI trial involving a pretty major wreck, in which the defendant was found guilty, the judge asked the defendant if he had anything he wished to tell the court during the sentencing phase. The guy thought for a second and said, Your Honor, I'm real sorry. Normally I drive a lot more careful when I'm drunk. Had a client toss his car keys on the defendant table moments before sentencing for his fourth OWI. Judge asked how he got to court. Without blinking, said, I drove. Why? Good way to get a quick bail jumping charge for violating his no driving bail condition. We all forget to turn off our phones in court but I once faced off against a lawyer whose phone rang right while he was in the middle of making his final submission to the judge. Even that might have been forgivable if he hadn't interrupted his submissions to take the call. I swear I was arguing against a preliminary hearing against a defense attorney from out of town, and in the middle of one of his direct examinations, his phone rings, and he freaking answers it. Hello? Oh, hi. Listen, I can't talk. I'm in court. What? No, I'm in court. I'll call you back. Sorry, judge. The look on the judge's face was priceless. Then it was time for him to make the closing argument. He looks at the judge and goes, One more time, judge. What were the charges? DUI, dude. Just DUI. How did you get through this whole thing and not realize there was only one charge and it was DUI? This sounds straight out of a lawyer sitcom and I would watch the heck out of that. A lot of clients want to speak up, but judge, you don't understand. 
but giving them the look of death and a jab in the ribs usually shuts them up pretty quickly. They're usually pretty okay. I found this gem doing some research one day, quoted from the case. As is evident from the foregoing excerpt from the transcript, the judge would not permit the appellant to speak to the issue of judicial bias. The appellant was agitated. The judge was, no doubt, frustrated. This exchange culminated in the appellant choosing to disrupt the proceedings by commencing to disrobe. The appellant described her actions to the judge as, quote, a form of nonviolent protest, which would continue until the judge would hear her motion for judicial bias. Wish I was there for that one. You don't often hear about a lot of court cases where people take their clothes off, but the formal language used in this makes it a hundred times funnier. I do family law. Told 11 clients in a row that they could be drug tested, 5 panel P test, you need to be cleaned for about a week. As part of the custody evaluation process, 7 of them failed. Lawyer here, I had a case where I was suing a lesbian on behalf of a former lesbian partner. It was a relationship property case. The one who was being sued put in issue whether they had even been lovers, or whether my client was just a flatmate or boarder in her home for the several years they lived together. I had no idea how I was going to prove that, but it turned out my client had saved all of the soppy love notes that her partner had left on the fridge, most of which were, I love you, you little squishy oyster, and other ribald descriptions. That issue sunk pretty quickly once the box of those were produced. Sorry, that, that just sounds so wholesome. I would love to be called someone's squishy little oyster. That makes no sense to anyone except me, and that's why that's so special. I've seen a woman pee herself... Situation wasn't so tragic to warrant it, but she was sent back to jail, so understandable. A man called the judge by only his last name, which is great if you think he'll reciprocate the upcoming fist bump, and a large number of high, drunk, and other people say, this is bullcrap. Also not a great technique in court like the first two. I've got a pretty good one, so hope this isn't buried. Husband and wife are going through a divorce and are having a custody hearing. Basically, the attorney is representing the father who wants to be able to have some rights to see his son, but mother has already been awarded full rights. Father's attorney is super passive-aggressive against the mother's attorney, really rubbing everybody the wrong way. Eventually, the mother's attorney snaps and quips back, If he was as good of a father and husband as you claim, we wouldn't be here, would we? Father's attorney has some dumb reply and the judge starts losing his cool. Another few comments later and the judge ends the hearing. No adjudication, just takes the filings and demands that the parties get out of his chambers. This wasn't in the courtroom itself. In the hallway, the mother's attorney loses his crap, starts yelling at the other attorney. He yells back. They get into a full-on yelling match in the courthouse. Then the father, who is 230 pounds plus, steps between them to entreat them to chill out, starts telling both his lawyer and the wife's attorney that they are acting like children. People in the courthouse are giving them looks, assistants peeking out of doors, and the wife steps in. You're both acting like a couple of kids. Soon-to-be ex-husband and I can handle this on our own. Then the couple who was in the middle of a vicious divorce step aside, talk for a few minutes, and walk back. He's going to take son Tuesday night. You two, he points at the attorneys, do whatever you need to do with the judge. I don't know what happened with that case, but it warmed my heart to see a father step between the two trained legal professionals and impress his wife so much that they were able to work things out. The sad part? The husband's lawyer saw it as a win for him because his conduct put his client in a position to quote, break up the fight and show her that he is a great guy. Update, for those asking, this was in 2009. I don't know the final disposition of the case, just that the mother agreed to let the father spend some time with their son. And yes, this is a true story. I will never forget. 
we had a defendant bust into the court from the local jail. His case was called and he promptly walked up the podium, looked the judge dead in the eye, and crapped his pants. Er, jumpsuit. He knew he was going back to prison and just wanted to cause as much havoc as possible. People were gagging and there was a general sense of, did that just happen? In the air. I'm going to start off with some context. This event took place on the first day of a murder trial in the Hong Kong High Court. Now, the official language used in the High Courts of Hong Kong is English and not Cantonese. The judge for this particular case was British, but the lead prosecuting attorney was from Hong Kong. Whenever he spoke, the judge had a hard time understanding him. To make things worse, the trial and evidence packet composed by the prosecution was a complete mess and did not include an English version. During the opening statement, the lead prosecution attorney decided that he needed to grab his colleague and act out the murder in order to get the message across. This was not pre-planned, and to make a long story short, the judge adjourned about an hour in to postpone the trial in order for the prosecution to quote, sort out this mess. That was the dumbest thing I've ever seen in a trial, and I can't imagine how desperate the prosecution was to do such a thing. A case where a large gangster-type defendant was accused of slashing the throat of a small skinny guy. The defense counsel made him wear a large coat to conceal his size, and brought in an interpreter to slowly translate each word of the proceedings because, quote, he had absolutely no understanding of English. Ten minutes into the trial, a cell phone goes off and rings for about a minute. The judge is furious, and the ringing is amplified in the large courtroom. The hearing stops, and everyone is looking around trying to figure out where the sound is coming from. Suddenly, the defendant stands up and pulls the phone out of his pocket. It is still ringing, but only louder. The defendant then yells, Hey judge, I don't know how to turn my phone off. On a hearing regarding the restraining order requested against him, a man raised the defense of, quote, She be trippin'. Restraining order granted. God bless General Sessions Court. When I was in law school, my school had a mock trial program that took place at the local county court, where the judges were actual judges, prosecutors, and attorneys from the local area. So one day, a mock trial is happening, and one student, who was a law student but not in the mock trial program, is acting as a witness being questioned on the stand. The person was getting a little too rude acting in character. So the judge, who was an actual judge, admonished him to tone it down. The student didn't listen, so the judge took them to a little side chat and told him he really needs to stop. The student blows up at the judge and tells him that he doesn't have to listen to a petty state court judge and proceeded to verbally assault him. Judge filed an assault charge. Student was kicked out of school for damaging the school's relationship with the local courts and I would imagine likely never got admitted to another law school or, if they did, would have a hard time passing the character and fitness test to practice law in that state. This is a much longer story, but I'm on mobile. Anyways, a guy came into court on a pervert charge. His friend is a lawyer who comes into court with a black suit, snakeskin boots, and a bolo tie. It is glorious how slimy he looks. When he gets up to talk to the judge, he says, I've known John for 20 years, and he is a good man. He is not a pervert, sir. I should know, because I am one. I miss working for the DA. Sometimes the criminals write themselves. So at the arrest stage, when cautioned, in the UK, any response you give slash anything you say under caution is recorded and given as evidence. One of these guys is arrested for a scrap and kicks off in custody, calling us effing this c-word that. One custody officer goes, Sir, calm down. You realize everything you say will be recorded and told to the magistrate? He replied, Oh, F the magistrate and the frickin' court. The magistrate is a jerk. Court day comes. I'm called to provide evidence to show that the man was badly mannered and aggressive in nature. 
Amongst other statements and actions he made, I say, Your Worship, whilst in custody, the defendant did not calm, and custody officers attempts to calm him by warning him that we would provide what he says as evidence to yourself was met with, OF the magistrate and their freaking court. The magistrate is a jerk. Well, that was the end of my evidence, and the court retired for a lunch break. The magistrates went to town on him in sentencing. I only have one. Was in court during a sentencing, and the defendant, not my client, approaches the bench with his attorney. The judge begins to go through the sentencing colloquy, and the man says, F you, judge. The judge, a female, was pretty shocked and just said, Excuse me? I said, F you, judge. Ain't no woman told me what to do in my life. Sentence me to whatever. She just sat there dumbfounded for a second. Then, All right, fine, Mr. Blank. I hereby sentence you to life in the penitentiary. Well, that just sounds freaking fantastic. Defendant was already doing a life without parole sentence and had this charge pending when he received his first sentence. He knew he was basically untouchable, and no matter what the judge did, his sentence could never get worse. Two good stories from arguing motions. 1. I was arguing a case should be dismissed because of a decade-long delay. Sketchy opposing counsel says to me, Where's your authority to show that delay is long enough? Judge says, Right here, case dismissed, and points to his file. Number two, opposing counsel asked if I was crapping him when I said, despite a typo, the motion could still be granted. I crap you not, he cursed during oral argument. When I was a public defender, I represented a woman in felony DUI trial. It was a felony only because her license was already suspended when she got the DUI. Her BAC was .30, yes, not .03, and there were empty vodka bottles rolling around in her car. I found case law that said the state must prove she actually received notice that her license was suspended in order to charge it as a felony. On my motion after the state's case, again after the defense's case, and again after the jury verdict, the judge grudgingly had to dismiss the felony part because the state couldn't prove the woman ever received notice that her license was suspended. The judge made a very clear record, however, that the conviction for DUI was solid and unaffected by dismissing the felony. Whatever, we beat the felony which was the difference between four months in prison and 24 hours in county jail. That's not the dumb part. This woman was knucking futz and swore she wasn't drunk. Bull crap. She was drunk every time I ever talked to her, and no one would dismiss her case. She filed a lawsuit against the public defender's office, my supervisor personally, me personally, the county superior court, and the judge personally. She would show up at the courthouse every day to, quote, read her file and harass the court staff. The judge eventually barred her from coming to his court without written permission. She started wearing wigs and big hats and sunglasses to skulk around his court unrecognized. No idea what happened to her after that. I swear to drunk I'm not God. We had an expert witness testifying about gunshot residue. He was asked about how long such residue would remain on a given surface. His response, before the court, Well, I like to say it's like the difference between love and herpes. Herpes lasts forever. A guy was getting sentenced for stealing, and the judge asked him if he had anything to say before the sentence was passed. These are the words he chose to utter. Your Honor, if I'd known they was watching me, I never would have done it. A guy getting sued for millions for a scam car dealership purchase before retiring to the desert with the scam proceeds showed up on the first day of trial wearing a $50,000 gold watch. His lawyer saw the jury noticing the conspicuous display of wealth and got the guy to ditch the watch, which left him showing a bright white line highlighting his desert tan. The jury was then eyeing him as someone trying to hide his wealth, so to hide the tan line, he showed up on day two wearing a $30 Timex. 
I saw one of the jurors point out his own Timex to his neighbor and shake his head in disgust. Unfortunately, the jury never got to decide that case. They'd have creamed him. Once, I represented a defendant in a defamation case. The plaintiff was crazy and self-represented. He also had a bit of a language barrier and claimed to be a doctor of law in his country of origin. His sentences sounded reasonable, but in an extended conversation, it was clear he was misunderstanding longer words. He was so bad during questioning that he got about three different opportunities to cross-examine himself just because his story kept changing. The judge also indicated that I should leave evidence objections to him because there were so many problems with everything he did. At the trial, this man was amazing. I wish my client or I had the money to buy the transcript just for sentimental reasons. One of my favorite exchanges was where he cross-examined my client's witness who said she had seen the plaintiff yelling at the defendant. What was I saying to her? I don't remember. But you still say I was yelling? Yes, I remembered what you were yelling, but not what words you used. So I was just screaming like this, makes screaming noises at the witness, holds his hands up in the air like got her, and smiled triumphantly at the judge. Another exchange, same trial to my client. So you say you were scared? Yes, you were very aggressive. But why were you scared? You were yelling at me and you're much taller than me. How many people have I killed? What? How many people have I killed that you know of? I don't know. So why would you be scared if you don't know that I've killed anyone? Same triumphant look at the judge. Another time he said to the judge, I didn't threaten her. Don't be silly. In my culture, if I had threatened to kill her, she would be dead. In cross-examination, I asked him whether he had seen a document that had been filed about the case in another court. I told him that the court had made it public. The judge confirmed it was a public document. The plaintiff yelled, Are you saying that you have defamed me too? I also said in closing arguments, Your Honor, it is clear in giving evidence that Mr. Plaintiff had some difficulties with English and did not understand certain words. He may have misinterpreted what my client said. He cannot be relied on for this reason alone. Plaintiff stands up and says, My English is fine. How many African languages does Mr. Rocco know? Tell me. I did the trial pro bono. I don't regret it. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories linked at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Genius, give Am I the Jerk a shot linked in the description too. Either way, thanks a lot for watching and we'll see you guys next time. I love you, you squishy oil. <laughs>